What's going on, everybody? It's Jonathan Evans. I'm excited to be with you again. Thank you for joining me on this podcast and uh, just getting a little devotion in, uh, whether you're starting your day in the middle of your day or at the end of your day. We're just talking through God's Word, and and I just wanted to express some things that I'm reading through and studying and, and learning in my own life and seeing if not only it helps me, but seeing if it helps you as well. And so I'm excited to just have this opportunity and just have you guys joining me again. I was reading a story, a familiar story, in the book of Matthew in chapter 14. And uh, it's the feeding of the 5,000. Jesus was was filling people where they were empty. And uh, if you haven't read that story, I mean, maybe you've seen Kings of Comedy where Steve Harvey said it was the greatest fish fry in the history of mankind. I mean, that's basically what it was. Jesus was having a, a big party out there with these people, especially when you're empty and you're being filled in your stomach. Your stomach is now feeling a lot different than it was before Jesus showed up. And so that was what he did with the platform. He had all of these people, a huge crowd out there, and they had been out there with him for a long time. And and Jesus used his platform to fill people. That's what Jesus would do. He would fill people in areas of emptiness. And those areas may be different, but he would be the one who would be the fulfillment. That was his calling. That was what he was called to do in his life. And that's what he did. That's what he did for us. He he filled our emptiness. He's He's given me salvation. He's given me purpose. He's given me all of these different things that without him I wouldn't have. And so that is the case. I want you to know, though, that Jesus's day didn't start out good. The day that he started filling people, I'm sure he felt some emptiness. The day that um, he was healing people, I'm sure he was hurting. The day that he was encouraging people and, and giving people all of these great things as the crowd came to him was not a good day for Jesus because you got to remember that as that story begins in Matthew chapter 14, verse 13 says, Now, when Jesus heard about John, the question is, what did Jesus hear about John? John the Baptist had just been beheaded. Jesus' family member, Jesus' cousin, had just been beheaded, and the disciples came and told Jesus that John the Baptist was no longer with them. And so Jesus had to have been devastated. He even got into a boat for the purpose of going to a secluded place. So him and the disciples were in the boat. They're headed to a secluded place. And by the time Jesus gets there, the secluded place is not secluded at all because uh, Jesus had social media. You think it's a new thing? No, it's an old thing. I mean, word went viral. I mean, people, it said people came from other towns and cities when they got word about Jesus. You know, communication travels fast now, but when it came to Jesus Christ, it travels fast then. The word went viral. And even in the book of Mark, it shows us that these people, I mean, when word went viral, they didn't get in their cars. They didn't go online. They ran by foot in order to meet Jesus where he was going, meet him and his disciples. Because when word about Jesus gets out, I mean, it would shut our social media down. I mean, people were really excited about all the things that Jesus was already doing. But Jesus was personally and privately going through something. His goal was to go to a secluded place so that he could have time to think about the the bad news that he had just received so that he could have time to kind of digest and mourn and and deal with losing a family member, John the Baptist. That's the word that just came to him. But the reality is that even though he had private pain, he had a public call because it says as soon as his boat reached the shores, 
and he saw the crowd, he had compassion on them and began to heal them. That's amazing to me. It's amazing to me that Jesus in his pain would still know how to use his public platform. It's amazing to me that he would use his pain as a catalyst for what he would do in his platform. That in his platform, while he was hurting, he was healing. In his platform, when he was discouraged privately, he was encouraging publicly. In his platform, even though he needed compassion privately, he remembered his call to give compassion publicly. It's important that we understand our platform. I mean, Jesus shows us this is what you do with a platform. Everybody has a social media platform. Everybody has a presence. And everybody's using their social media platform just to illuminate themselves and, and to shine more light on them and what they have going on and, and how the reasons why you should uh, subscribe or the reasons why you should follow because of all the things that I want you to know about me. But the reality is Jesus shows us that there's more to our platform than just that. He used what he was going through in private. He used the, the hurt and the pain and the things that he was going through to actually encourage people in his public platform. And so we need to remember that because we've all been given a platform, whether it's your family, whether it's your community, whether you're a school teacher, whether you're a businessman or woman, whether you're a, a lawyer or a doctor, you've been given this platform, no matter what you do, where you can use what happens to you in private, whether good, bad, or ugly, as a catalyst for how God wants to use you in public. I think this is something that we need to remember. Because if you remember to connect your private experiences and you make the connection with your public platform, then your public platform will give meaning to your private experiences. People have such a hard time finding their purpose. They have such a hard time trying to figure out what life is about and how God is going to use me and how God is going to uh, uh, shape me and mold me for the platform that he's given me. Well, God has been shaping you and molding you your whole life through the pain that you've gone through, through the hurt, the bad news that has come your way, through negative circumstances that you have experienced. Because in your platform, you will deal with people and encourage people and heal people emotionally or physically that are going through things that you have previously experienced. Here were people who were sick. People in the crowd were having diseases that they were probably dying from because it says he was healing them. People had emotional issues that they were going through in their personal life because the book of Mark says that Jesus was teaching them. So Jesus was using his private pain for his public success. Jesus was using his private anguish, and that had to be hard. I mean, finding out that John the Baptist had just passed away, and not just passed away, but been beheaded, had to been a sudden strike to the soul of Jesus, who has not only compassion for everyone, but especially his own family members, as all of us do. Think about some of the hard things that you have gone through in your life. And if you learn to use those hard things within the platform that God has given you, I promise you that platform will give a whole new meaning to all of those hard things. And it'll start tying those things together. All the personal experiences, your personal abilities, the opportunities, your personal passions, when you put those in a pot and you mix those together, you have the stew of your purpose. When you take all of the things that you've gone through in private and you start using those things in public, you will get a purpose that will be served up to you that will give you fulfillment even though you may be going through things in private. What Jesus did not do, though, and I want you to remember this, and I need to remember this, is while he used his pain as a catalyst 
for what he would do in his platform. He didn't use his pain to replicate it in his platform. A lot of people have experienced bad things, and what they do is they give the bad things they experience. They, they go through hardships, and then when they get to their public arena, whether it's their family, whether it's their job, whether it's their church, no matter where it is, they will replicate the negativity. And when you replicate the negativity, you're not giving purpose to your negativity. You're just letting your negativity have control of your platform. And the problem with most people is that they're letting the negativity control their platform instead of letting the negativity simply be a catalyst to how they are used in their platform. Think about if Jesus was replicating pain. Think about if Jesus was replicating bad news. We know we have the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that good news has been big for us, but Jesus had to personally experience bad news for us to have good news. But if he let his bad news be our bad news, then we would have no good news to talk about. It's important that we understand that our private pain, while it should be a catalyst to our public platform, we cannot let our private pain replicate itself in our public platforms, or our private pain will have no meaning. It will have control but it will not have meaning. We want to have meaning in the private areas of our life. This is what Jesus is doing, and he's doing it with the disciples. He's teaching the disciples. Why is he teaching the disciples this? Because he's going to give them a great commission. He's going to tell them that you need to go ye therefore and make disciples in all nations. You need to baptize them and teach them all the things that I have commanded you. So in their obedience, they would experience personal pain. But they're supposed to use their personal pain as a catalyst to give other people good news. And that's what Jesus did. Jesus gave good news, good encouragement, good healing, even though he was experiencing negativity in his personal life. So this is something that I want you to remember. This is something that I want you to keep at the top of your mind. If you want to talk about purpose, you want to talk about destiny, you want to talk about what all the experiences that God has taken you through and what, what's the meaning. We ask the question all the time, God, why am I going through this? Why are you taking me through this? Can you show me a sign? Can you show me why I've experienced these things? Well, maybe sometimes it's not just God showing it to you and painting a picture for you. Maybe he'll show you when you start using those private experiences in your public platforms that he's already given you. Because once you start doing that, then the picture will be painted for you because everything that you go through has meaning. And a lot of times it's to give your platform a lot of good news, even if it comes from a place of pain. So I want you to use this just as the beginning of this story. We'll talk a little bit more about it as we continue. But I want you to think about how Jesus started. The feeding of the 5,000 in fulfillment did not start from a place of happiness. It started from a place of emptiness and pain. So I want you to be steadfast in this. I want you to be steadfast, to be committed, to be always abounding in the work of the Lord, because that's why you have your platform, to abound in his work, so that you know that your toil, your struggles, will not go in vain. We'll see you next time. But Christ didn't take the loss on the cross for you to stand still as if he didn't win, but he did win. Born again, free from sin, live again, fear no man, salvation. But it's time for you to start crossing the call of jaywalking.